0: This is the Village Church Q&A Podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go,
1: grow, and overcome. Hey, Village Church, welcome back to the Village Church Q&A Podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael with you. Pastor Michael, we have a question addressing Halloween today. And the question is, can I dress up for Halloween? And they go on to ask, is it bad for me to dress up for Halloween? Yes, no, maybe so.
0: I don't know what you're going to say. <laughs> so let me put all my cards on the table. All right, throw down here. We, my wife and I, we all dress up every Halloween. We were three peas in a pod. Mm, we were bumblebees. Sure. We were donuts. Uh, I mean, we we've done it all, right? Yep. And we'll continue to do it and, and we have a good time with it. Yeah. And what's, you know, let me just rant. Okay, I'm on caffeine again. This is All right, go crazy, for it. Right. The candy stinks. The candy came of out of Halloween. homes who aren't given candy and like, I'm just, when I was a kid, kids were everywhere. Oh yeah. Kids yeah, yeah, everywhere. Absolutely. And there's like no one barely out. Yeah. And most of the homes don't, you know, like you gotta have your light on. Yeah. You know, like yeah. what happened? Like we used to love, like every home. Sure. Candy. Every home. People stayed mm, home on Halloween. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, so just observation. Yeah. So, um, I know that's like. Again, I'm driving some people nuts right now. So you're
1: saying that your family, you guys dress up for Halloween. And we go out. And you go out trick-or-treating. And I receive candy. Oh, yeah.
0: And then we have a candy jar, and all year long, my kids go to that candy jar. <laughs> and when they're like, when we want, they're like, can we get the, it's a strawberry, it's a strawberry jar. And it's yeah. got all the candy from Halloween. So, yeah. you know, we my candy talk about, never lasts that long. Uh, yeah, we try to discipline ourselves. See, we have bad <laughs> metabolisms in my family. You are always skinny, <laughs> terrible human. So, we could get into the roots where yeah. the Halloween began. There's a little controversy here and Sure. There, but, you know, like, it, in, in some parts, it started bad, other- Nations in history used it for good. It was the day before All Saints Day, All Hallows' right. Eve, Halloween, da 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 And my big question is the following. Not how did it start, not what were its roots, not what did it mean to people four or five centuries ago. Mm-hmm. What does it mean? What
1: does it mean right now today right. in our culture? What are they celebrating?
0: And by and large, on a pop culture level, it is a neutral, ridiculous day to dress up like something dumb and go get candy. Yeah. For me, maybe somebody's going to give me a response and they're going to say, you should never celebrate it. And here's six reasons why I do think like any other holiday, it is an opportunity that exposes what's really inside of people. So sure. if you dress up like a prostitute, like it's going to be clear that. Yep that's inside of you and and how you dress up your kids reveals values you have. For me, I've learned a ton about people by what they, how they hit Halloween to be honest with you. (laughs) Um, And that's no different than going to a costume party or anything, uh, anything of the sorts. And so like by and large, I keep my kids away from the TV around Mm -hmm. Halloween. We have a lot of discussions about ghosts and ghouls and uh, my kids are up and up on what they're allowed to watch and how they interact with ghosts and the lies that culture wants to tell them sure. about the spiritual realm and what they do and don't engage in. Mm-hmm. And, and so I'm having these conversations with them. And so I can look at them and say, look, guys, you know, play back to our podcast on Friday about redeeming culture. It's right. like, okay, guys, we're going to go into this thing and hear the things about Halloween that just are not true. Mm-hmm. Here are the things about Easter that are not true. Here are the things about Christmas that aren't true. Santa Claus, blank, 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 blank. I'm not going to say <laughs> in case there's a kid listening, but you know, you get the point. So the Easter bunny, mm, yeah, Easter bunnies don't lay like eggs. They actually give live birth. Now that we know this, this is great. You got to teach and train kids to throw out the bad and keep the good. It doesn't matter what holiday it is. Satan and culture are trying to hijack everything. Yes. Everything. Hijacking church. Hijacking Sundays. Hijacking sports. Sure. Everywhere. Hijack, hijack, hijack. So our our objective is to teach our family to discern. Here's the bad stuff. Here's the good stuff. Enjoy the good stuff. Throw out the bad stuff. Use your discernment. Also pay attention because this is what's happening. Because the people who aren't throwing out the bad stuff, they're believing it and it's hurting. That's right. So we teach our kids if you want to dress up and have fun, go for it. But here's the deal. We're going to go out with you. We're going to do this as a family. Yeah. When my daughter's old enough, she's going to want to do this on her own. <laughs> but I remember when I was a kid, I feel like I was seven or eight and my uh, buddies and I all went out. Now, like, if you're like 12 and your mom's not with you, you're a bad parent or something. Yeah, right? you know, Like, what, what happened?
1: Let me give you the spectrum of my Christian life <laughs> yeah. and how we as— Because you're a former fundy, right? Th- yes. Yeah. You're going to love this uh, history lesson for me. So, we grew up in a church. Actually, I, I grew up not going to church, and Halloween was, you know, we dressed up for Halloween up until, you know, I was a teenager, you mm-hmm. know. And that was just the culture in which we lived at that time. Came to faith in Christ, went to a church that poo-pooed—can I say that on the air? Yeah, poo-pooed. Uh, I've said way worse. So you're fine. They poo-pooed any form of any anything that looked like Halloween, and they would call it a harvest party. Then, Which is basically Halloween yeah, redeemed. Yeah, exactly. Right. Okay. So then I go to uh, a Bible college, and the church that we're in, the pastor of all things, you know, you're gonna love this, would get a co- uh, he had the coffin. I saw the coffin. He would dress up uh, and put himself in the coffin, and the entire church <laughs> would do a scary uh, Halloween thing, and it would basically be a outreach for the community, a Halloween party. And it was, man, I mean, it was as good as, you know, some of the Halloween houses um, that, that you know, you paid to go to. And this guy would, as the pastor would, at the very end, he would, they would uh, walk by the casket and he would jump up as someone who was dead. And he would tell them of his experience uh, of him dying and going to hell and what it was like and basically scare people into a decision for Christ or it's or try to incredible. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Then we in our fundy background, we went into churches that again went right back to all Halloween, all appearances of Halloween is evil and witchcraft and demonic and you don't do any of that. And there was a time that our unfortunately, you know I have to admit that we forbid our children from participating in Halloween. And we look back on that now and say, man, you know, why did we do this? But that was where we were at. And then we come into a a season of our Christianity that how can we redeem this? How can we dress up for Halloween? How can we make it an outreach to our community and not turn the lights off. You know, here we've got children and parents coming to our house, trick-or-treating, that we will have an opportunity to meet in our community and maybe have a gospel conversation with Mm. them at the door. Maybe just show them that we're not weird or strange because communities are such today that they know, you know, what, as a pastor, I do. You know, now it's an opportunity to demonstrate that we love and care for them and we want to be a friend to them. We want to be in their community. We want to love on their kids. Yep. And so we've we've gone a gamut uh, from one extreme to the other extreme in our life.
0: It does speak negatively of any pastor or known Christian who shuts down their house on Halloween. It does. I, I, I think so. We might think we're making a statement. Andy Stanley says it best. And you, do you want, want to make, make a, a statement. Do you want to make a difference or do you want to make a point?
1: Yeah, and I, you're making a statement. Points it, don't make differences. And, and I disagree with that. And that's where we're at today is yep. that we're not... We're, we're trying to make a difference. We're yeah. trying to show that we care for our community. Yep. You know, and going back to this question, can I dress up for Halloween? The rule that we have at Village Church, because we're going to have a Halloween party at our church, is, you know, stay away from the scary, stay away from the blood and, and guts and all that other stuff. But really, everything else is perfectly fine. Mm. Give the kids an opportunity to be kids, to do dress up. And, and for any parent that is now a little defensive with us about saying that it's okay. Your kids are going to do dress up anytime you give them opportunity. Mm-hmm. And your little boys are going to dress up. Your little girls are going to dress up. They want to pretend that is part of their normal growth and their normal experimenting on what they might become or what they might want to be someday. And, and it, there's nothing wrong with saying, hey, someday God might want you to become a nurse or a princess. Or, mm-hmm. And it, it's okay. Keyword, nurse or princess, not the other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> or the other stuff. Oh, when all
0: the all these people dress like prostitutes.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Definitely not.
0: <laughs> I, so there are going to be people who hear you and me, mostly no. me. They're just going to get mad at me because you're so nice. And they're going to be like, well, Michael's <laughs> a jerk. So, And they're just not going to be happy. And I think what you and I, if I could boil it down to is... I would rather make a difference and redeem the good than make a point and shun everyone. Right. And everything about Halloween is not bad. No, not at all. In fact, the majority, 98% of what my kids engage in in Halloween is
1: just fine. Yeah, and what they're really thinking about, and and let's boil it down to, they're not thinking about the history and the- No, only uh, we are. We are. That's a ploy that people who want to
0: make up rules use. Talk about it now. Don't talk to me about what the word meant 400 years ago in Germany. Tell me what the word means now. Right. That's what I And for
1: the children, they're thinking two things. They're thinking dress up and they're thinking candy. Those are the two things they're thinking of and that's all they're thinking of. They're not thinking about witches and demons. Mm -hmm. They're not thinking about all that stuff.
0: Although I am talking to my kids about witches and demons because yes, on TV. Absolutely. Because that's what's everywhere. going to be
1: that's what's going to be promoted on TV in movies.
0: Hey gosh, what was it? It was a month or two ago. Um, there was a TV show on and there was a ghost in it. And uh-huh. I I walked in the room, I got all my kids around. I said Teachable moment. I said, When when you see a ghost on TV, you turn it off. Yeah. And I looked at my oldest and I said, you have two younger, very impressionable kids, and they need to be taught what scripture teaches. Like mm-hmm. ghosts are demons. They're yep. not real. So let's make a clear distinction. When you see ghosts or witches on TV, you turn it off. You're done, right? You yep. go to a different station. You go to do something else, but you got to have
1: that discernment. Oh, I love when parents do that. that yep. Those teachable moments— Teach them scripture, teach them biblical nope. ideas, biblical worldview in the moment. And that's where
0: I can't say never watch TV because there's bad stuff no. on there. What I have to do is I have to watch TV with them. I have to be in the room when they're doing it and pay attention and then redeem these teachable moments. That's right. To teach them how to use a good or neutral thing for good and God's glory. That's, that's right. That's what we got to do. So I invite you to disagree we did this podcast, I think, last year. We touched on some of these issues. We and, did. Um, nobody really gave us any negative feedback, so I guess that means we don't have a bunch of fundies listening. So <laughs> if you are, we love you, and I'm really glad you're listening. I hope you at least appreciate that, um, even though we may not agree on everything, we do want to be biblical, honor right. Jesus, and bring him glory, and raise up the next generation to be engaged and thoughtful, and to bring Christ into every aspect of life. In Jesus'
1: name, Amen. Well said. Listeners, come back next time when we answer the question how should the church interact with the world?